What's up, you cornucopia of chinchillas? We have returned. It is I. It's David. I'm back. It's Posho Numero 80. Grant will be here momentarily. Um, meaningful episode this week. We were a little bit behind the eight ball. I'm in between some travel, so we had to postpone a day. My apologies. I will take the blame for that. Um, but we started a little early because, you know, we've both had busy weeks. And then before we knew it, we had been recording for like 78 minutes. So time flew by. That is usually a good sign. Um, so it's a very fun and stacked episode. Um, before I tell you what's in it, I'd like to give a big shout out to the comic book shop on Bank Street at 128 Bank Street in Ottawa. Comic book shop, um, shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. You can find them on Instagram at Comic Book Shop Bank or their website at thecomicbookshop.com. Shop spelled that same way in all of those places. Uh, thank you again for your continued support of the show. Check them out. They just recently had like a free comic book day thing. They've got sales coming up. They've got anime figurines. They've got manga. Obviously, they've got comics. They've got Gundam. They've got superhero stuff. They've got anti-hero stuff they've got all the nerd things uh, and also they've got like a whole magic the gathering thing set up so if you're local and you're into magic the gathering check that out because they host some uh they host some events re magic the gathering so again we appreciate you okay what's in this episode um some spoiler warnings for like everything below obviously um because we're going to talk about those in advance and i think like towards the end of the episode i mentioned a big one about barry season four episode five so past dave told me to warn you about that he's now your past dave but mine but also your future dave you'll you'll see what i'm talking about towards the end um okay demon slayer season three episode five and then vinland saga season two episode 18 followed by succession season four episode seven and then the news, lots of news. We get sidetracked in a fun way. Uh, and then Hell's Paradise, episode six, Barry, season four, episode five. And we wrap up on Mashal, Magic and Muscles, because we both checked out the pilot or maybe the first couple of episodes. Um, so enjoy it, and thank you so much. Hit it. Psycho season one, two, three, four. <laughs> Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Diff. Privé moi drugue. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Uh, that was Russian, and I'm not going to tell you what it meant. Well, that's just forever in the ether for me to figure out. Yes. Privé moi drugue. Um, yeah, I ran out of English, uh, I don't want to call them slurs, uh, greetings for mm. you, so we're venturing into... You have somehow, in 80 weeks, have gone through all of them. Yeah, I've run out of words. That's there. There are only eighty words to use, and I've or seventy nine, and I've used all seventy nine. Mm. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Correct. Quick math for sure. Yeah. But, uh, um, wild. How you doing, homie? I'm doing pretty good. It was a awesome week for anime and TV, and I feel like we're just you know like overstimulated to be honest mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's it's been a lot but uh, no, i'm excited to talk about some of this stuff today i agree with you it feels like every show like silently agreed to be like hey let's put like the big episode this week and not and and this is just the stuff that like we're talking about like yeah. pretty much everything on our weekly docket right now is just firing on all cylinders like yeah which from mercury had a crazy episode this week <laughs> um you know uh 
you know, there's a couple of you know the shoujo you know rom-coms that Leanne and I are watching all have really big episodes like it's 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 a lot so it's <laughs> yeah it's crazy to me that in the background like we have a pretty legitimate schedule ahead of us mm-hmm. we're going to cover six shows what four anime two live action plus news yeah. mm-hmm. and you're like still finding time to watch rom-com anime <laughs> Yeah, it's who I am now. And why, oh, oh, we we just finished the White Lotus. That was the other. Oh my god! Yeah. I, see, I yeah. haven't even started that yet. Yeah, well, it was one of those things. Like, let's just you know, as per Sam's recommendation, it's like let's try one, and then it's like, wow, we're gonna watch this every night this week. Mm. You know what? But perfect show for like one a night, and then you go to bed kind of thing. How it's long? A, uh, I think like minimum fifty minutes. But I found this the second season to be uh, like close to an hour like a pop you've been through hour both 10. seasons what well, to be fair we finished this the first season probably about a month ago my goodness yeah just and there was that. just no i think it was just the beginning of this run of psycho season so there was no real time to fit it in but uh yeah but it's worth yeah. the hype i take it uh incredibly worth the hype yeah it's really, it's, eh? it's, it's it's exceptional uh jennifer coolidge is a yeah. treasure truly <laughs> yeah Damn. it's really good i did like the first season more uh, this I guess a little mini review here. Uh, second season was like quite real and heavy, whereas yeah. the first one was like, you know, because they're like they're mocking certain types of people. It's all about rich people at a resort, right? Sure. Um, you know, they take the first season took their jabs and a lot of like the maybe more more woke culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second season was just kind of like, hey, are you in a relationship? <laughs> you know oh, like, okay you know like it was it was pretty heavy but uh we we really really enjoyed it interesting all yeah. right what Be- beautiful places you know scenery it's yeah it's a good hbo show. right yeah crashing yeah. as yeah. they do fucking hbo um are you also kicking around summertime render thing that has stalled not due to quality of the content it's just that is now like now that we're done white lotus we're next that is up our, yeah jump back in and, sure uh, say yeah 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 Okay, well let's let's um I mean good for you. I I've got I wanna go back and watch some stuff, man. Like I watched like there's this big repertoire of shows that are just like sitting in a box that I think we both fully intend to watch. Mm-hmm. We just haven't had the time. Yep. You know what I mean? Like and they're all old. Like I tried that Boogie Pop and others show. Yeah, yeah. That was like a fun pilot. I was like, Oh, I could totally get lost in this. I wanna go back, I wanna do Stein's Gate. I want to do Samurai Champloo. We got to find the time. It comes highly recommended. Joe, uh, young Joe there, tells me about Sam- Samurai? Samurai Champloo a lot. He's, yeah. been, he's been pushing me on that one a lot over the past like, years. Oh, I've heard it uh, yeah. referred to a bunch. Serial, Serial Experiments Lane as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well you, yeah, you dip your toes into that one as well, too. Yeah, I tried a bunch of, uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of pilots. and the, the, like, the thing is, they're all good. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. The three that are just staring me down the barrel right now are Death Note, Cowboy mm. Bebop and Leanne and I want to finish uh, Naruto uh, Shippuden as well. So I mean, Death Note and Cowboy Bebop, obviously, yes, both oh, yeah. classics. Yeah. I've seen both. I think mm-hmm. you'd really enjoy both. Um, I got holidays. I actually got quite a few, quite a bit of holidays coming up this summer. So yeah, try and yeah, I know. I feel like I've said that like three, t- three at three different points over <laughs> like the the years. But no, I really, really do want to sit down and get through uh, some of those classics because this summer is going to be quite heavy. So I need is to it? take the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So. What do we have? Well, uh, off the top, just do Kaizen. There's there's been another couple shows that I've seen trailers. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full names. I don't know if they have English titles yet. Yeah. Uh, or if they have, they just haven't been translated. Um, 
in the marketing or whatever, but like, you know, we follow like a couple various anime news network. Well, one is literally anime news network, but various yeah. like, you know, feeds. anime Twitter feeds and whatnot. And the stuff they're pushing out for this summer and kind of summer into fall is there's quite a lot. Jujutsu so. Kaisen definitely is the behemoth or it's the thousand pound gorilla, as they say, of, and then uh, it's, of the summer, you know, right? thousand pound mate in Mishoka Tensei like you know oh man <laughs> yeah, when's that yeah. is that summer too that is summer as well good yeah. lord mm-hmm. we are yeah, gonna be busy fun. yeah all right well let's kick off with something breezy yeah Demon Slayer season three episode five there's your spoiler warning yeah. this Grant was yeah. a fantastic episode okay so I'm glad we're on the same page because I want to there has been a lot of online chatter about how this episode is like a signaling to demon slayer being past its prime really yeah and i do not i do not understand you know there's it's not hard to find people want to go look just again some of these feeds we were talking about Mm -hmm. there's been a couple like you know uh i guess uh like think pieces or whatever whatever you want to call them episode reviews and like people are kind of just like dunking on like you know it's again like but it's like shonen. Like people are treating it like it's you know it, this isn't Sunny Boy or this isn't like Evangelion. You know, like people yeah. are, are you know various takes on it. I just feel a little lazy. You know, um, sure. You know, and you know we we punch down as well. But like, of course. You know, I, I feel like it's it's somewhat just violent in some areas. But no, I, I love this episode and you know some of the you know like the Reddit's like you know the the oh, forums. Yeah. I think everyone's quite up on it. But there there is some like you know major you know news sites and all that are just like yeah like we're yeah. we're tailing out it's like i don't think so this is like pretty up there for yeah. me especially I, this season yeah i mean i don't want to um i don't want to dismiss criticism because like it's it's always interesting to hear what people want to complain about i mean i did feel connected to the community with how i felt about last week's episode right i felt like mm-hmm. last week was a little like for demon slayer just a little bit below standard yeah. And then this week, I was like, oh, like, that's probably why. Like, yeah. the animation stuff, even last week, just, like, it felt like they were holding back. And then mm-hmm. this week, they, like, clearly did not. They, I think they kind of went for it. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what... You know, the only thing, from my perspective, if you really wanted to, like, nitpick, and it's like, why would you want to do that anyway? Because, to your point, it's a shonen, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's str- it's a battle shonen. It's pretty straight yeah. up. It's got good lore, decent world building, like... Yeah. The animation, animation is like you know <laughs> a higher average than you know or very high, you know very bigger high. more than the average you know it's like very high top tier and uh you know good voice actors good music all that stuff so it's like yeah. just be happy with it I, but i mean i think that we both agreed and we've said this in the past like i remember when remember when ren goku died mm. and then like at the beginning of the entertainment district arc i was like yo are we just gonna keep watching hashira's die and yeah. like we're like we both said like yeah that might get old like mm-hmm. it's going to be a legitimate challenge for them to figure out how to keep this fresh all mm-hmm. the way to the end assuming like they keep kind of like uh feeding us piecemeal style like one or two ashiras and upper moons at a time you know what i mean like that's that is difficult right i think i think the big difference and what definitely won us over from that opinion was and you know i think you know i'm thinking back i can't remember if you were on the same page as me but my biggest my biggest disappointment with, you know, the Mugen Train, the movie and the arc, you know, as a mm. whole was mm. we didn't know Rengoku. Like, you could feel his importance on screen. Yeah. You could feel the connection, but like we truly did not know him. So when you when he you know, spoiler, when he dies, it's like clearly this big moment where like I, I got like no investment with this. You know, like it's it felt it, it just felt like, you know, like all the air went out, but it's like, was it really trapped in for me? 
you know? Right. Whereas, you know, in again, and that was where we kind of made our points, where, you know, this is going to be, like, what we're going to continue to see. In the Entertainment District arc, we had all this getting to know the wives and Tengen, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, this true build-up to when it explodes. Obviously, he didn't die, but, like, this big explosion of the finale, you know, his potential death would have been, like, you know, we're on the edge of our seats. Like, yeah. truly, like, you know... Leanne and I, you know, just, you know, between sending, you know, videos to each other and this and that, like, we, you know, we see that Kiyotaru Tengen throwdown at least twice a week, you know? It's on all our algorithms. Oh, yeah. And we're still just blown away by it, you know? Like, moments like that where we're just like, is he gonna go, you know? It's, but yeah, so... Pretty hype. Yeah, hard to... Hard to forget how hype that was in the moment. That was a hell of a finale, hell of a final fight. I think they really nailed it. I think, um, you know... They've changed... It's funny, right? Because it's one of those things like you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't from, mm. from a creator's perspective. It's like, what are people mad about? Like, you know, Inosuke and Zenitsu aren't here, so that's a change. There's mm-hmm. Genya, who's a brand new character. There's two new Hashiras we don't know. They're very different from the old ones. The Upper Moon 4 is kind of tired. I don't think the reception at large has been great. No. But um, we still got plenty of, you know, we're not even, we're not at the halfway point. Not even point halfway yet. point. So, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. um, a little nitpicky would, like, I think if people are, like, kind of saying it has jumped the shark, that's a, it's a little early for that. Well, I don't think it's that. I think, like, the word, like, what I'm seeing a lot is, the quote is, like, past prime. And it's like, eh. come on. <laughs> you know? It's episode like, four, five? Like, five. Come on, guys. And okay. episode yeah. five, like, episode five. Mm-hmm. Look how good this was. What had, like consider episode or seasons one, two, and like you know forty minutes into the movie or whatever. Have, have has the animation ever been this high level with this much mm-hmm. plot movement this early on? I don't think so. It seems pretty high velocity to me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I thought it was fucking this great. Is a fantastic episode between you know, and I know it's not like it was kind of one of you. Know, I think a bit of a gripe to have. Some people are having it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me that much, but the CG is kind of a problem. In, so, in some shots. like It's just not a problem, but it's just pretty glaring. You Do know? you mean, like, specifically the fish? The, the fish, but I think the the scene that I feel like I shouldn't have liked is them running down the hallway and, like, you know, almost like the first-person camera of, like, chasing them. Oh, yeah. At, you, know, you know, that kind of... Lo- but I really like that. It was like, it doesn't look super pretty, but, like, the what they're doing with the camera as, like, they're kind of following I didn't mind that the, at all. I, I thought it was really cool. So, like, you know, they're still doing fun little things, like... How often have we seen Tanjiro, like, run away like that? Usually it's, yeah. like, head-on, or it's kind of, you know, you get knocked into the next arena, and you gotta, you know, have some dialogue until, like, you know, the next villain shows up, or, you know, yeah. they come and find you. But, like, actually being chased, and I felt yeah. tense, you know? It was it was, it was kind of, like, again, it was something slightly new. Yeah. A new flavor of what the show has already done, you know? But. It also led to a really cool explosive moment when the leaf guy does it twice, yeah. And the debris everywhere, and we see Tanjiro and Nezuko, like, she grabs the sword right before the explosion. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the moment, too, where the the upper moon is, like, you know, like, once the smoke clears. You know, like, they threw in, like, a little bit of justification of, like, how they can kind of hide in the rubble or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, once the smoke clears, like, you know, they're dead, you know. It's, I don't know, it's a little, fun, little stuff like that, but... And the Hinokami Kagura move there. I don't have the name. I, I'm blanking sun, on the name. Sun, Halo. It's, it might be yeah. five words long. The first half is Sun, Halo, Dragon. Dragon Head. I think Dragon Head, head, head Dance. Somewhere. What? what? Might, yeah. Was, but yeah, that was, was unreal. Um, that was fucking cool. So do you think that upper mood is out for the count? I think that's. it would be really interesting if he was. Um, I, uh, you know, it's funny, right? Because with anime, like... 
Demon Slayer pulls anime-isms on us all the time, right? Like, mm-hmm. the cut at the end for the cliffhanger. You know, yeah. they did that, like, a couple times in season two with the district arc. And I remember you and I being on this and being like, obviously, Tanjiro's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're about to slice Gyu, but it's only, or, like, Yutaro, but it's only episode, like, six. It's like, yeah. I think he's fine, too. Yeah. With this, I have no idea. Like, mm-hmm. So to guess, I think is to be a fool. You know, like it's it, there's no. Yeah. I feel like you can't you can't tack anything down with this season so far. Yeah, you know? I mean, haven't had enough. Ha, sorry, have not had enough time with each of the Hashiras for them to have like you know they're not going to get iced early, but like their story hasn't still fully come out yet. You know, it's I don't know, there's still lots of growing to go in this season, which I'm just so excited for each week. Like I'm now genuinely really anticipating each week now because like, it's heating up it always does oh, we're this, in like, it. just shy of the middle mark and it's like engines revved you know like you know full yeah it's it's like they take the first third to heat up and then yeah. uh, it's like okay now we're stretching the races but yeah. i um i think you know there's probably two guesses and one is it's a fake out and upper four will come back because mm. it's i did remember i was like oh he was four like gyoko the one fighting the mist Hashira, it's yeah. technically five, so he's below four. So I was like, well, I mean, either Tanjiro got a significant boost or it's a fake out. And then mm-hmm. I think the other potential, um, and I really do think it is like some kind of a fake out, by the way, because we got little to no exposition on like Upper Four's backstory, his motive, like why he's split into four. It just seems early. Um, but I think the if he is dead, maybe the other angle is like, Tanjiro now has to contend with Genya for several episodes. Mm. You know, we're clearly going to explore that. Yeah. I, um, I I want a full episode on that, truly. <laughs> yeah, we might get more than one, honestly. Like, his hair changed, right? So, we kind of called yellow, it. Yellow highlights, yeah. Yeah, I'll give myself the credit. Like, I think I said, I was like, I think he might be a demon. So, mm. there's clearly something up, right? Oh, for sure. So, Certainly, yeah. I guess the question is, like, was he a demon beforehand? Like... Well, I'm thinking back to Akaza, right? Remember, like, right before he takes out Rengoku, he, like, mm-hmm. offers, he's like, come, like, take it. Oh, like, several you, times. You know, he's like, you would be unreal as a demon, yeah. you know? Throughout like, the whole fight, want, he was saying that. We want you, or, you know, you know, I think you should come. But, you know, maybe, like, a similar deal was offered to him, but would, I guess, you know, because technically Nezuko has uh, Muzan's blood, so, like, he can't control her. Mm-hmm. at any point so you know maybe a similar again that's like the mechanics of the lore we don't know right like you know, we kind of know so much more about muzan but there's still so much like we just truly don't yeah. know and we might not ever might even be just like a last minute like last season like they run it down how it all works but i don't know it's uh yeah because when we met him in season one genya that is mm-hmm. he was in the sunlight and then we saw him at the end, and he was fine, obviously. He was a prick, but he was fine. Yeah. And then at the end of season one, Tanjiro bumped into him when they were mm-hmm. at, like, the, the Masters, right? Yep. And he had gotten bigger. And, like, he had had his own little training arc of some kind. And I wonder, was, like, had he already changed by then? Or, hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but That's it's interesting. interesting. My theory, in my head at least, my head canon, as they say, is that... He has a except a extenuating circumstance, and the Demon Slayer Corps may be aware of it and allowing it. The same way they allowed it, they, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, he's the brother of a Hashira. Mm-hmm. You know, that might 
Makes some sense. I don't Brownie know. points for sure. Hey, maybe yeah. he was doing the chanting thing to like not lose his shit and be go into demon form. I don't know. I still think that's so cool when but, they did that. Like that, like that, just that vocal cue, yeah. like trying to figure him out. I think that was like one of the cooler things they've done in, in like the show's history. I think. Yeah, just was, very. You know, dope. I don't know. Just good shit. Yo, yeah, okay, we got to talk about the best ep- moment of the episode. Uh, Gyoko's art exhibit was some of the oh, darkest, man. coolest yeah. shit they've ever done on screen. That is one of those moments where you remind yourself, like, oh, yeah, this show is, like, truly brutal. Like, truly brutal. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, because it's funny, right? Every now and then it's like, oh, dude, like, if I had, like, a 12-year-old, I would totally watch this shit with him. And then you, like, turn it on, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Rated M. <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, um... That was pretty wild. And, like, the animation in that scene, dude... Top tier. Um, the, like, it's funny because I didn't notice this at first, but I think they just, they really, like, drove the point home with this episode was Gyoko's, like, anatomy. Like, his laughing mm. eye mouths, his squinting mouth eyes, his little <laughs> arms being so fucking creepy. They are certainly um, baby arms. Yeah, the voice acting, the, the way they were, like, moving the camera around, that was, like, that was, like, maybe one of the better demon slayer like frightening demon moments you know what i mean like, like darker... power, power level re- reveal yeah you know it, like, like this how is twisted my... are you yeah. this yeah, is yeah. how twisted i am like remember like we got like some dark shit with like rui and this like but this, this is way further than that yeah this is um and the you know the thing i really like is too like <laughs> you know um is it Tok- uh the business shares a tokido yeah or yeah. yeah so he you know he keeps interrupting or making the attacks and you can see how frustrated the upper demon is getting and like kind of, you know, zipping around all that. And he's like, I didn't get to finish, you know, my art piece. And yeah, I, I love the line where he goes like, you know what? He's like, I can't even imagine the art piece I'm going to make with you. And when mm-hmm. he starts, like you can tell he's like running the ideas through his head as he's monologuing. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very incredible, incredible voice delivery by, by that guy. Also Tokido taking some needles to the face, like yeah. early damage for the, mm-hmm. one of the Hashiras. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, poison in the system, apparently. So they Does must there always all have, have to be fucking poison? Well, yeah, I think, because what, the demon blood inherently is poison, I'm wondering? Perhaps. That might not just be, yeah. like, a specialty of a specific demon, like, maybe any of them get hit by any of them, really, like, you probably maybe get poisoned yeah. in some regard, but, um, I do also like, uh, you know, Mr. Shear is, like, getting his memories back, so he might yeah. have a connection to this upper demon, which, a little on the nose, but... Could be on the nose. It could also I'll take be, it. <laughs> you know, see, hopefully. it's funny you said that because that was my first thought, and then my second thought was like, maybe there's no connection between the two of them. Maybe it's just because it was the exact same line of dialogue. Sure. Like that, maybe that just jogged his memory. That that makes more sense because you know when we that first memory jogging we get from Tanjiro when he makes that line, he might not necessarily oh, right. heard, heard that yeah. from him, obviously. But he has heard that line before. So, yeah, it is most likely that. Maybe he isn't as on the nose yeah. as it seems. But um, Love Hashira had a yeah. good entrance. Great entrance. Very solid. Yeah, love the slice and dice all over the place. Slice and, slice and dice, the uh, the animation, her, like, even, like... I, I laughed, but I also loved it. I'm not dunking yeah. on it. But her first form, love, you know, love, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. And it the name of the attack is Shivers of First Love. Yeah. And then, like... Her, like, monologue to herself after it is something like, I, I could never let my heart flutter for someone who hurts people. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, let's go! 
it reminded me of Sailor Moon. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I was, but I like was in a good way. Not, yeah. not in a bad way, but like there was just like these very extra, you know, little pieces of like, you know, post or post attack dialogue of like, oh, you know, like, ah, yeah. you know, like to see Tuxedo Mask would do that a lot and Sailor Moon. Yeah, that's herself. true. And yeah. No, it was really, it was, I, I, I really, again, we still need to get the backstory. Like, you know, it's super important, but I really like her as a character. I think yeah. she's fun. It's, it's, the show is so, you have the positivity from Tanjiro, but it is so dour yeah. at times. Like her bubbly energy is kind of nice to see in the middle of like a dark fight and whatnot. And everyone's like cheering for her and she, you know, she genuinely saves the day. It's, I don't know. It's, it was hype. God. Yeah. Very hype. Awesome episode. Also, um, upper four had the latent PTSD blood memory thing. Mm. He more or less confirmed what I think audience members had put together at this point, but Yorichi, that ancestor guy from the mm. past, with Tanjiro's inherited memory, was the guy all those years ago that beat up Muzan, nearly mm-hmm. beheaded him, uh, according to Upper Four. So I, it's interesting that he is the Upper One now. Yeah, I mean... Um, Unless he's not. But let me tell you, Grant, if he's mm. not, if they're two characters with the same hair, like, they, they ha- it has to be the same person. I just keep thinking back to Akaza offering Rengoku, like, more power, right? Maybe that's why he, again, he almost took off Muzan's head. Maybe he chose not to. Maybe he saw the opportunity for, you know, a heightened power, what have you, That'd and chose crazy. not to finish it, right? So, like, he yeah. just kind of joined it on the spot. That'd be super interesting because, yeah. yeah, you know what? Maybe it was willing, or maybe Muzan tricked him. That was my thought, but it'd be interesting if it was willing, like yeah. that, like you said. Because he did seem like a bit of a melancholy character, remember? like Sure. Yeah, in yeah. that first inherited memory, he said something to Tanjiro's relative. He said something like, I failed to protect everything I cared about. Like, mm. I'm not that great of a guy kind of a thing. And it was like, well, what have you lost? What has happened to you? Um, I hope we find out. Mm-hmm. But he was clearly human then, so it's like, what happened here? I don't know, but I really dug it. Um, I can't wait for that confrontation. Is there anything else? Um, no, I think I think that was it. Like I said, it was a lot packed into an episode, you know. Exploding Blood Blade. Yeah, unreal. That was tight. Um, and yet we still have, just remember, we've still got, you know, I can't, I really don't think Upper Four is dead because Love Hashira is around. Mm. you know there's good we need more foes unless like some really fun surprises take place oh, do you think we're really limited to just the two upper moons no i that was like what i was kind of thinking in my head when i said some surprises take place like what remember at the beginning of the season doma was mm. like i want to come too like what if upper four did die it yeah. might be a little bit of a lackluster that is a bit of a like crazy power buff on tanjiro's side but whatever but what if he is fully out, and then Doma comes and, like, re-evens the odds, and now everyone's fucked? So, again, it's a, it's, I think it's a fool's errand to base anything off the OP, right? But, like, we clearly, there's a type of attack that we assumed was associated to the fourth upper moon. Uh, I never watched the OP anymore, so I can't remember. So it's essentially like giant stone dragons kind of chasing at them from the forest line. Okay. But we don't see, you don't see the upper demon you see like the drag or like the stone serpents or whatever coming out of the woods like again we have nothing that even associates to that being like an upper four ability that might be more potentially more aligned with um upper five upper five or if there is another hashira or that's genya right interesting and yeah, yeah so i don't know it's um 
Also a fun fact for you, Grant, because um, it was like everywhere on Reddit, because I think people must have been Googling it. The I forget the love Hashira's name, uh, but her sword is real. It's based off reality. It's called an Umuri, hmm. and it's like a steel whip, which is oh. incredibly dangerous to wield. No doubt. But it's, uh, it may look and feel like an animeism, and I'm sure it is, but it is at least based on a real weapon. So Did you catch the uh, post-credits, like the, uh, the little... Uh... Is it Taisho era facts or whatever? They oh, do? Yeah. I think so. Where she like shows them how she sheathes it <laughs> and then just keeps doing it again. Yeah. I'll do it again for you, Tanjiro. And again, yeah. it's like four or five times. Yeah. It's pretty good. It is very yeah. good. Um, okay, dark episode of Demon Slayer, a fantastic episode of Demon Slayer, and then uh, a haunting episode of Vinland Saga. <laughs> Vinland Saga season two, episode eighteen. There's your spoiler warning. Mm. Um, did you see any of this coming? Um, it was like, you know, Kettle was gonna throw down, like, one of, like, three or four ways, maybe. Yeah. Um, was shocked that he proceeded the way he did. Um, yeah, I see, know Leanna, Leanna's pretty, she feels robbed of the uh, Leaf and uh, Thorfinn reunion. That was, like, a vocal, like, uh, out loud, what the fuck moment when we were watching it. I Monday. think we might get more on that next week, but I actually... Yeah. I rewatched it, or I did my nerdy thing, and I watched a reactor watch it after I had watched it. Yeah. And I missed that the first time, dude. I was like, wait a minute, they're in the same fucking room. Like, yeah. there's no hello, but it's because they're all looking at fucking Arnheed's battered body. Yeah. Um, she's. Yeah. I think she's dead. I don't think she lives. Her son, her child probably doesn't. No, probably not. At the very least, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's interesting because they really did a good job of, like, cementing that, you know, there was no such thing as Iron Fist Kettle. I I feel so bait and, not bait and switched. I feel like I felt the way that anime wanted me to feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Totally manipulated. Yeah. yeah. They got yeah. me. They got I me enjoyed that. Just, you know, again, like it's cuz it was a very it was a strange opening to the It's not like I didn't dislike the episode, but you could almost feel like there was clearly uneasiness with like, you know, the like the associated dock workers and the farmers and people whatever. Um, but like, it almost like, are they leaning into comedy? You know, because I'm liking on the son's name, uh, not, o- not Omar, uh, Omar, uh, Thor, oh, uh Omar. Kettle's strong. Yeah. Kettle's son? strong. Son, I forget yeah. his name, but, the um, one. you know, he's there like, you know, kind of, you know, barking loud and barking and this and that. And I'm like, are they kind of, this is weird. Like, are they going on like a, a dark angle or uh, so like a comedic angle? And then they were for like a little bit for a minute for a minute. And then it's just like, you know fucking kettle kind of just like slumping his way around the house and what like his wife is just evil too like I, yeah that was like a oddly effective and like the way of him finding out that's just not how i saw it coming but like no. it was funny right like of course she would do that it yeah. makes just like he's been fucking around mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's i think it showed how important arnheed was to him mm-hmm. um you know for better or for worse obviously for worse Upon his arrival, when he was, like, shell-shocked off this yeah. journey, so much has happened, The his whole way of life is at stake, and the one thing he needs to focus on is he's just longing <laughs> for this slave uh, that he's been kind of, like, abusing. And, uh, and then he finally gets to her, or he's about to, and then his wife is like, oh, just so you know, <laughs> let yeah. me make your bad day a little bit worse. And then I just didn't see him lashing out like that, man. No. 
and it was almost like a second like they weren't going to you know like he, and that's the thing too like he was never going to give her like the chance to explain her like explain the situation you know what happened or you know not like it would have mattered but like just again like out of no fully Violence. dialed in you know and oh my god the audio cues were horrendous yeah. true like yeah very that was harrowing. one of the darkest uh among like it's one of those things, you know, I think we said it... Like, I'll... real violence? Sometimes real violence on screen, not war, you know, just, like, truly, like, you know, again, assault, you know? It, yeah. it can be very... Even in anime, it can be truly jarring. Yeah, there isn't a HBO um, show that dealt with domestic violence. Grant, you might know, they did two seasons of it. Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman... Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, is this the one with... Not true lies. Um, Ooh. Um, it's uh, on the tip of my tongue. I'm there, aren't I? Uh, wow. Uh, 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 big, big Little Lies. lies. Ah. There it is, yeah. <laughs> but didn't watch it, but yeah. I didn't they, know that's what that was about. Well, it's not like the whole, the whole show isn't about it, but there's a domestic violence like uh, plot line okay. that is kind of important to the show. And it's one of those, I think, live action you know, shows or, you know, movie, TV, whatever. But it's one of those interpretations that's so, it feels so real. It's uncomfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think like there's a, there's a lot of shows these days that probably now more than ever deal with dark subject matter. Sure. But I don't often feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Watching it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a movie. It's not real. You know what I mean? Like, I get what they're trying to do. I get what they're trying to make me feel. But every now and then, something gets you and you're like, oh, that was like a little too real. Like, this feels like I'm in the room watching it happen. Yeah. And that, was, that was that show with that plot. And that was this with the kettle losing his fucking shit. Yeah. And becoming a monster. And it just clicking in my head and I think in the audience's head. Iron Fist, Iron Fist kettle is real. Yeah. That's where the rage came from. Um, he's clearly aware of it and not proud of it. And it's probably why he behaves sheepishly when asked about it. Mm. Um, you know, we just, we think about how kind he has been to Thorfinn and Einar and, and all that. And even giving them the prospect of freedom. Even crazy. Cause he knew they were involved, you know, and I was really expecting that turn of like, no, like you guys are still slaves. You're fighting this battle. Yeah. So, you know, cause I think that's going to be, you know, the next big step is, you know, whether I'm sure Einar is going to choose to fight. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, that's been, you know, he hasn't exactly been beating the same drum for the past like yeah. five or six episodes, but he has been like very loud and proud. Like sometimes you have to fight Thorfinn. You yeah. know that? Have you heard that? You, sometimes you got it. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? Thorfinn? <laughs> you, know, and, you know, and then you have Thorfinn who's like, wants to go away from it. And he's not going to let his friend, like it's, we understand like where, where the next step is going, but uh, yeah, I and will Snake say Snake stepping in. That was that's that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, I, I appreciate Snake. No, 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 the yeah. great minds. But yeah, yeah I, I, Snake's a good character. Very good character. Very I, good character. It's funny you don't often get. Uh, I mean, I guess you do. This show does. Like they did it with Ascalad. anime. No, in my opinion, no genre, you know, or storytelling does like the morally gray character better than anime. I think Ooh, you know. I like that. I, th- I think sorry, Eastern storytelling has a better lock on a true morally great character than I think Western does. Oh, you might be right about that. Dude, yeah. I, I, I know you haven't watched it, and I, I think you tried and it didn't take, but I'm telling you, The Last Avatar, which I think isn't even Eastern. Uh, uh, you know what? That's actually... We're going to do that. That's gonna We're going to try oh, really? to get another swing with Corinne on that and try to do a family watch of that. It's unbelievable. 
Um, it is so good. It's it really stands the test of time. Um, but yeah, Snake stops it. That was a great scene. Um, I, I think we should. <laughs> What are you going to say? He's lying to He's like, yeah, you know, considering what she did, like a lashing, uh, you know. that's flogging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he, again, it's just, it's this world, like the time that they're in, that a character can say something like that. I'd be like, yeah, like you should beat her ass, but like, you but know. Hey, like, he's, you know, it's just, I don't know, like it's not, it's not funny, but it's, it's crazy how there is this line of like authenticity to the times with all still being, you know, like a very you know, like, can be a loud and big anime, right? Yeah. You know, it's... But they still, like, there's that line. They, they keep it there. It's, it's very interesting. Also, like, that potential rape scene, too. Like, before she gets... Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Very, Ooh. very tense. Like, very squeamish with that. They... I think that should have been our first clue as viewers. Like, they're about to go somewhere they haven't gone before. And it's it's just so funny. Like, not funny, but it's like... I was just like, oh, God, thank God Kettle's here. Like, I'm sure he'll have a tantrum, but, you know, and then it's just so yeah. much worse. It's like, holy yeah. shit. Like, they, uh, I'm starting to understand why people are like, oh, the writing, Vinland Saga, yada, yada, yada. And I think I was bitching, not bitching, but I said to you one or two weeks ago, I was like, okay, they're laying, like, a lot of groundwork here. Like, mm-hmm. the payoff better be high level. You know what I mean? It's and this was, they, got, they have to climb. Yeah, this. and this was the first, I think, like, big, like, yeah, okay, you got me with that groundwork. Like, they really did a good job with Kettle's character in 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 kind of faking us out, I guess. I will never fall to shore for choosing not to insult my intelligence as a viewer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, yeah. like, I'll never get upset about that. And yeah. I think, you know, again, the first season is amazing, and it's, it's its own mm-hmm. thing, and it's no less or no more than this, but this, this is my lane, you know, yeah. I love good conversations a little bit of philosophy like you know a surface level at times but still like you know it's the effort is there and you know mm-hmm. but uh but yeah also did you i think i sent the the link to you uh, a couple weeks back did you see like the huge um miscommunication about a, a snake anime original episode uh yes i i think well can you explain it so they're apparently like behind the scenes between the mangaka and the director of the sh- of the the show itself. Uh-huh. We're working together in tandem on doing like because that's the thing. Like, you know, it's I don't think Snake is like anime original, but it's I think there's still like a little just a lot of unsaid stuff in the manga. Yes. So they were working on potentially like filling it out a little bit with the manga and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like you know a couple meetings and then more or less like, okay, hey, like you're good. You don't need me anymore. The monk is like, you don't need me anymore. You guys do what you need to do. And so anyway, so like, I guess uh, a couple weeks ago, he was like on Twitter being like, yeah, like, you know, that snake episode, whenever that's coming, I'm excited for that. And everyone's like losing their mind or whatever. And then the director had to come out and be like, oh yeah, like that was like a thing. We had meetings, but like that was like canceled almost immediately. We and just like, yeah. Okay. And never relayed that back to, that's you know the author and like they're like yeah i can't wait for this episode so people were pretty bummed about that that is a bummer well but uh the whole community has like been making theories like where does the sword come from exactly what's Mm -hmm. his bat like why is he this high level you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah i think in this instance like a background story on a secondary character totally made sense because the the audience wanted it but look at all this groundwork it might have muddled the pace well, yeah, I mean, the pace has already been pretty glacial, right? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if they could have afforded another background episode. Who knows? Um, they would yeah. have had to, like, knock out all the garter, or the, the garter stuff. Yeah. Also, you know, I think it's worth noting, like, we get, you know, 
two pretty indicative scenes, not back to back, but they may as well be, you know, towards the end of the episode, we see Canute mm. and he's just talking about like, you know, why he's coming in person. And it's mm. specifically cause he was, he's hoping for a peaceful resolution. And of course it's after the, it cuts to like after Kettle has lost his fucking shit mm. and he's like, no, nah, nobody's taking anything away from me. Um, and he's kind of irrational and you know what I mean? So probably not a peaceful resolution. That moment to me felt like season three is coming just like that that proclamation mm. of like we want this to be peaceful you know again you, you know finger quotes mm-hmm. you know peaceful because they are going there with a not a a full like you know the the uh is it the Yormsgard or the Yormsman yeah essentially like Joms, the, Jom, or yeah uh no, like the, the Joms Vikings. Force or, yeah i don't know Yorms Vikings yeah Yorms, isn't that where yeah. Thor's was from I yes don't know. Who are, you know, essentially, like, you know, the, the kings, like, yeah. you know, specialty for, or special ops or whatever. Um, so they're going there with just, like, more or less regular soldiers, a couple of heavy hitters for sure. But I think this is not going to go good for that. Obviously, I think. You know, I think there's going to be losses on both sides. But mm-hmm. I think this is going to put Canute back on his on his rear. And that's going to set up, like, a bigger conflict and more war across the continent. And that might be the focus of, like, a following season or arc kind of yeah, thing that would make but, sense uh, yeah i yeah. i will i really hope we get a canute thorfinn confrontation of some kind like i want time on the clock like we're running out of time but got six episodes left yeah six, no. six yeah yeah six. we could do a lot with six you know mm-hmm. i think i hope i hope they do like i want to see actual movement um i can't see next week's being another setup though yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm just very curious to see how this ends. But yep. yeah, this has to go to a season three. Um, okay, Succession, season four, episode seven. These people can't fucking trust each other, huh? Like, these I are... Hate, I hate all of these people. <laughs> they're all the worst. Um, <laughs> like, I, I don't know how much time you want to spend on it. I think... Like, you know, the, like not a lot, because... Not like, the, I feel like, uh, uneducated talking about this show, but it's like... At the end of the day, I now feel like I hope none of them succeed. Like I hope they all fail, and it's like a big washout. You know, like analyzing everything, like it's they're just so rotten to the core. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a hard watch. Like it really is. Like I enjoy, I love it, but it's like God, all these people are awful. It just ends up being more and more of the same. I think like what blows me away is just like even the siblings. Like they just can't trust each other they just can't it's in their nature to be self they're self-serving and their priority to be self-preservation right like probably a lot of that comes from how they were raised and and all that no doubt um but they just can't stop betraying each other yeah it's not even i don't even think that's something they don't try i'm sure there's some level of distrust but it's it's the hubris that each one possesses that too i'm also like (laughs) one of the craziest lines in this whole series was Shiv, you know, like one of the one of the Shiv, um, uh, Madsen. I think it was the first, um, uh, the cloth or the uh, coat check area. They're kind of having like a quick, like you know, back, back and forth about like you know, yeah, like you know, like the everything's going good so far tonight. And you're doing a really good job. You know, kind of like puffing each other mm-hmm. up. And she's like, okay, so like you know, I'm gonna tell you what I want. And she's like, yeah, like I want ATN. Like I want to run it. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, like. As if he's going to give you that, you know, it's, and even too, you can almost see like the small little Swedish smile on him there. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but it just, it just shows how delusional they are. 
yeah, about it's... their stat. They think their status is so much bigger than it is, you know. Big time. Uh, and that's what I remember. Like, we talked about this, you know, where they were sizing up Matson and his team and, like, the, how their company is run when they were talking about the acquisition. Yeah. And they were all talking like, this place is a nightmare. Everyone's young and successful. It's a complete meritocracy. We're going to be eaten alive. Because they were terrified of that, right? Yeah. Like, all the old people were like, oh, God, like a meritocracy. I can't deal mm. with this shit. And it's funny because until this episode, Matson didn't have much of a chink in his armor other than the obvious personnel issue, we'll call it. He's having with his PR girl. Oh, that was spooky. Which is interesting. Uh, but between that and then the, it coming out that his numbers may be fudged, um, the analytic data from India uh, maybe like doubled. So that's bad. Yeah, it makes sense if there was two Indias. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way that the delivery. But like up until this point, he's been kind of an infallible character who just sees through people. Yeah. And Skarsgård's like performance and like his high level charisma and just like how I think there's something and I'm, I'm not fucking breaking any new ground here, but I think there's something in a giant scary person yeah. delivering lines very gently that's like still very menacing. You know what I mean? Do, have you watched any of Atlanta? Yeah. Have you seen the episode with him in it? No. He plays himself like a like a like an art like a fake version of himself. Like, does he play Alexander Skarsgård? Essentially, yeah. Oh. No, yes, he does. Technically, he plays, like, himself, but it's, like, you know, a, like a freaked-out version of himself. Oh, okay. Uh, truly menacing. Well, <laughs> like, I mean... He's such a good actor. I love him. He's unbelievable. I mean, he yeah. really cut his teeth, uh, pun intended, on True Blood, HBO, yeah. and he was uh, one of the scary people in Big Little Lies, that thing I mentioned a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, didn't he just have a big movie, dude? Like the. Uh... He did like a. Not a Tarzan movie. He, he did, did a Tarzan like, uh... movie that tanked. But then yeah, he did like an ago. artsy, barbarian y movie that, like. Oh, Infinity the Northman. Pool. No, the oh, Northman. Oh, The Northman. And people loved that movie. Uh, that movie was <laughs> real, dude. That was yeah. awesome. So I he brings that. it, huh? Uh, yeah, and he. Well, again, he was in Infinity Pool, which is I, like. I don't even know if I've heard of that movie. Oh, dude, not your, not your cup of tea for why? sure. Why? For sure. Why? It's like, you know, uh, like neo horror thriller, like psychedelic. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I like the psychedelic part. It's, it's trippy. It's, it was pretty wild. Like, it's, is, you know, it, it's not is like, it frightening? Ah, uh, disturbing more than anything, I would say. More thriller than horror. But, uh, okay. you might like it, but it's, it's out there. I think the best thing to come out of it is like the takes of him and Mia Goth, like arguing with the director about like, no, like if we're going to do the scene. We're going to drink real booze. <laughs> and he, they're like, no, no, like water's fine. And he's like, are you drinking booze? No. <sighs> then shut up. You know, like we're in the scene. I don't know. It's pretty funny. That's but, interesting. Uh, yeah. But no, uh, yeah. Total yeah. sidetrack there. But, so uh, he's great. Everyone's great. Um, I think the arg- the moment for me of the season, of the episode, maybe one of my favorites of the whole series is the Tom and Shiv. Um, like, all out, we have dropped all pretense. It's the it's the ugly breakup argument, like the ugly one, you know what I mean? Sure. It yeah. gets as bad as you could possibly imagine. I thought that was fantastic. Like yeah, they're, I, Emmy, you know, they're Emmy real. The two of them. They get, you know, they HBO can save on stamps. Like, yeah. They're just going to put both their names on the scene and send it in. Yeah. So I didn't take any quotes from that particular argument because, like, they're all so goddamn mean. Like about, It's everything we've already heard them say. Just not that way. Amped, just amped yeah. up. With no veils in front of it. Mm-hmm. No backhanded compliments. No game playing. They both fully lost their composure and went for the jugular. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes people get that ugly. And I love that they did that. You know what I mean? Like, they they just stopped playing fucking games for a minute because the mm. two of them are just so exhausting. I do think, for yeah. what it's worth, that, like, yeah. Tom tried not to. Yeah. He and was tired. It just went was, that way. He was tired. I'm, in, I'm sleepy. You know, don't yeah. leave it alone. Yeah, they should have just played a game of Bitey and it would have fixed everything. Yeah. The scorpion he got her at the beginning was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was... Um, I do have one quote. At, right before the argument was heating up, I took this quote because I was like, okay, this is good. And her quote, which she says to him is, here's a dead snake to wear as a tie, Tom. Why are mm. you laughing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got pretty ugly out there, man. Yeah. I love seeing, um, what's Matson's like, guy, right-hand guy, uh, Oscar? Oh my god, I don't know, the dude with the beard? And just, like, like, seeing Greg for who he truly is, and, like, just lighting him up in front of everybody. Like, just every minute had a line on him. That was uh, so random. And, like, it's funny because there are many Gregs in the world. Um, And I I think they're often so protected and sheltered by the umbrella of power Mm. that, like, they don't get called on it in a lot of environments, right? Mm -hmm. And there's just, like, this group of people and like they just see it and they call it as it is and i'm not saying that they are the good guys they're far from it um but yeah that was that was painful to watch in a way and also satisfying also the cringy argument between matson and kendall roy just dick measuring in front of everybody (laughs) was tough that's kind of homophobic bro (laughs) i dude i couldn't believe that matson called him gay yeah no Um, not hit the plan or the what was it uh God, were they talking about the number? Oh, no, your numbers are gay. Your numbers are gay. <laughs> Dude, there's an old... There's an old Dane Cook bit. Ugh. Um, and this is, you know, at least 15 years ago, so obviously the humor's different. But it's sure. like... It's like, oh, I got into an argument with a guy at Burger King or something. It was like an employee. And the employee goes, hey, your order will be right out here, buddy. And then Dane Cook is like, hey, I'm not your buddy, pal. He goes, hey, no problem. He goes... That's all right there, Chief. Take a seat. And, like, they just keep going back and forth with, like, non-friendly terms. Sure. And then eventually Dane Cook is like, whatever, gay lord. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> it made me think of that. And I was like, yeah. th- like, did you really have to go that low? It was and like... It, it was... He ran out. He <laughs> ran out. Of, and Matson like, ran out of insults. Like, it's funny because we've just been talking about how genius this guy is. And then, like, in the same episode, like, his numbers are fudged. We're learning that he's a fucking maniac sending a lady his blood. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, when he's cornered and, like, on stage... He turned into a middle schooler. That was he turned like, into a middle schooler. It was, like, it's something you hear on the playground of, like, okay, relax, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and just totally... Yeah, that I didn't see that coming at all. That, I, I just... I, I You know, like, that line, you know, in a, like, obviously the line's not funny, but, like, the character thinking that's, like, the bomb to drop... But kudos to Jeremy Strong. Like, I'm sure there's so many more things that like he wants to be known for. But his delivery of like, hey, that's... I'm, I'm going to remember him saying, hey, that's kind of homophobic, bro. <laughs> like, forever. I, don't I know, know exactly I, I what thought, you're talking about. I thought that's so funny. Of like, he's kind you know, ah, it's... Because he is quick enough. He is yeah. quick enough to realize, oh, wait, he's crossed the line. I can get him here, right? Yeah. I can use this to my advantage. Because they're all conniving crazy fucks. They're all awful. But yeah, just... Such a strange way from, like, them to, you know, big chest puffing. And it just devolves into playground. I am. Antics, yeah. As we get closer, I'm getting more and more curious as to what the finale is going to be like. So, again, this is, you know, you want to take these things with, like, you know, 
hesitation or whatever. But Jesse Armstrong, who the showrunner, yeah. um, you know, the writer, creator, and whatnot, has said that like episode eight is probably one of the craziest things he's ever written. Jeez. And that again, but there's like a lot of you know because that's the thing too. There's a lot of quotes being pulled because they do that podcast after each episode. Right. Um, the I think members of the cast or mm-hmm. you know, writers and whatnot, and you know, there's like a lot of little things that like there seems to be like a narrative they're trying to drive people to like look into like the quote you keep seeing all the time is like Tom and Shiv are like kind of like the main characters that's like a narrative that's being oh, really? run which I kind of see but it's like after this episode it's like was it really though it's, I don't know it's so hearing a quote like that is kind of like okay I did feel we'll like <laughs> pal we'll see you know? their breakup this season has been so catastrophic like I remember mm. saying like they felt like the heart of the show because it was so sad sure and like what I don't know what happened this week wasn't sad it was upsetting and gross and you know what i mean that's interesting though um okay want to talk about some news yeah so we were just talking about how much more stuff is coming on dude i completely dropped the ball i'm hoping you did too but mm. i completely forgot about that white house plumbers show on hbo the justin throw and help what's his woody? name woody harrelson. woody harrelson uh show have you seen any of it I haven't, but I did not forget. I heard the pilot was quite bad. Don't you? Yeah. Don't, so that would really again, bum me out. I saw a couple, a couple of that, and again, the only thing I've seen since the, the premiere, I've seen no coverage over it. But now all I see is like the promos for each episode, like lead, leading into yeah. uh, uh, Succession and Barry and whatnot. So, They've got two out. Yes. Um, yeah. Did they do two in the premiere? Or I don't know. Or was just this past week? This is interesting. Season... Yeah. I'm trying to understand how they have the episodes rating. Because I don't think it's like a full... I think it's quite short. I don't think it's like a full eight episodes or even ten. Or definitely not ten. It might not even be eight. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, episode one, 7.5 rating. Episode two, 7.8 on IMDb. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, we'll see. Um, I do want to watch it, but it's... I'll I'll try the premiere. We should both mm-hmm. try the premiere. I can do that for next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Over to you. All right, uh, Succession uh, is going to have a nice, probably psychotic, ninety-minute finale. Yeah, I guess we should have lumped that into our last discussion, but yeah, yeah ninety minutes. I, I like a. I mean, it is the series finale, so I'll if... always take a long finale. Yeah, if you're Jam gonna go as much in as you can. Yeah, if you're gonna go long. Go big for the last one. Yeah, um, we want to see the encore. That's what this is. We everyone wants to see yeah. our show. They want thirty minutes of encore. Let's party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Carl Urban, our bro, uh, set to star, or at least is rumored, or in talks at the very least, uh, to be uh, to play Johnny Cage in the upcoming Mortal Kombat two movie. <sighs> Have you ever seen a Mortal Kombat movie? Dude, yeah, the original two, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Any good? Blue- Blu-ray cotton no, they're awful, but I love them dearly. Of course, the, yeah, I got Blu-rays on them. I like, I try and watch them every couple of years. Eh. But uh, great soundtracks. Didn't know what EDM was until I listened hmm. to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack at the age of nine. It was pretty great. Yeah. Carl Urban's on a roll too, right? Yeah, yeah, he got he's, he's got a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But all, I didn't see the new reboot um, of no, Mortal Kombat. Either. 
but I heard it like it wasn't bad by any means. But uh, that's a win in itself. Yeah, yeah. Video game movies—they are tough. Speaking mm. of uh, adaptations, uh, the eight-episode One Piece live-action series is coming to Netflix this year. So a very interesting quote from the showrunner <laughs> came out. I wonder about if this. you're gonna say what I have in my head. Go ahead. The Oda thing? Uh, no. Go ahead. Okay. So they've been like very. Uh, so apparently Oda, like the manga, has been very hands-on in the show. Mm-hmm. And they have, apparently both Netflix and the showrunner have signed off on the fact that they will not release the show until Oda signs off on the show going out. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, because it's not like a Cowboy Bebop situation where they're like, we'll show this to you like a couple months before this comes out. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll take your opinions, but like we're not changing much kind of thing. This is like... Isn't that crazy? It's, yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts that that's a thing. Um, I mean, obviously, like, at some point he made the decision to sign away those rights, but it's just fucking crazy. Well, there's an interview of him coming out, and people are asking about Cowboy Bebop, and he was like, yeah, they're doing some cool things. He's like, like, he more or less said, I don't care for it, but I'm getting a huge check. And everyone's kind of like, whoa, that's, like, kind of very un, like, uncommon for, especially in Japan, like, when it comes to this kind yeah. of thing, adaptations, to, to be, like, very clear of, like, yeah, I, I made some money off this. It's funny. Sometimes you just prefer the honesty, though. It's like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, man? Like, don't pander to us. Don't be like, oh, I wish it could have been more. Like, you sold it. Mm-hmm. You made bank. This is the decision. Yeah. It's like if George Lucas was just honest. He's like, I wanted Star Wars bed sheets everywhere because I wanted to lay on a bed of money. Like, just say you greenlit everything because you sold your soul. Anyway, um, Oppenheimer, uh, its second trailer, full length, which, which was reserved for theaters, but it got leaked, so they, they released this full one. Oh, I didn't know that's what happened. That's what happened, and it looks fantastic. Hmm. Um, Christopher Nolan was heard saying some shit in a recent interview about, like, he's so stoked it's Killian Murphy starring, because he feels like this is going to be, like, his arrival in cinema. Because mm. um, he feels like he hasn't really got the perfect role yet, and he feels like this is it. I mean, it's fucking Oppenheimer, so yeah. I mean, it's funny because I don't think, and tell me if you disagree. I don't think Nolan is known for his characters. You know what I mean? He has tried. I think. He's, I think he's definitely never done a. Inception oh yeah. was really trying to do like an act. That was like more. I think the most actory. I totally movies. agree. Oh, you know what? No, the Prestige would have been his most actory. Ooh. Um. But you know what? No, I don't think that's right at all. He really... I think he tries to get character down in a lot of his movies. The Batman stuff, he really Tell me to... one character name in Dunkirk or Tenet. I'll give you $100. Okay, okay. well... That's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, I, you got me there. <laughs> Plain and simple. But, you know, I don't know. Like he's. I think he likes getting actors to yeah. do actory things and you know fun performances no, and, this and that yeah. but i think okay let me let me reword my criticism i think um and I, we've talked about this before i don't i just don't know if it's been on the podcast but like i think my thought and i know it's not an original thought i've seen other people with the same thought was that like in some movies at times his character uh, tenant is a great example his characters are more talking plot devices yes no than they are people that. yeah um, Elliot Page, like Inception, that was like her, the whole or, um for them was to be like, this is how this function works, and that's how that works. And that so works. And I, see, yeah. I, I had the other guy, um, Robin from uh, the guy who ends up being Robin in The Dark Knight. Oh, uh, Joseph Levitt. Yeah, yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, he he's explaining to Elliot Page 
like oh this is what you know what i mean like there's just a lot of characters who are doing this doing that and uh is it david who's washington john washington david, uh, john david washington john david washington and tenet is just there to like explain shit to robert pattinson but the worst thing is he's like the main character no it's Isn't the reverse it's reversed it's robert our bats is explaining it to david washington because Dave Washington's the main character. It's usually not the main... Well, no, but again... Oh, yes, you're right. Explain my bad. Everything you're too. right. My bad. Oh, my God. And then Robert Pattinson, like, kind of kind of famously, like, since then, has been like, I never knew what that movie was about. Like, they just told me, like, <laughs> they stopped him. trying to explain it, and they were just like, just say the words, Robert. He was like, yes. Whatever. He, un- he unlocked this unique actor thing that I don't think all actors get access to. Which is careers. Well, it's like him post Twilight and like him having that whole, like just that you know tumbler of a scenario, of you know like the just the fame and the like knowing the con- knowing what you're working on is like not exactly like a piece of gold or whatever, mm. and just having like the like yeah like whatever you know like it, it was my first movie like it was shit whatever you know it just he his honesty and his openness is just so because he's done all this really cool stuff since then. I think... And he's like, yeah, like, you know, I learned a lesson. Yeah, but, like, not... He doesn't look at it, like, in a super bad way. He's just like, whatever. I was, like, a kid, you know? He definitely know. was. And he seems to have taken the hard route. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he did Twilight. Say what you will about that, whatever. But, yeah, he did all those indie movies. And, like, he mm. came back and was the fucking Batman. Yeah. At a point where superhero movies are getting harder and harder to make. Mm. And I... I Universally positive receptions like everybody loved that movie um yeah i don't know i'm stoked on him bro let's just talk about robert pattinson for the rest of the podcast <laughs> uh, so jujitsu kaisen uh season two the new trailer dropped and it is coming may 21st um, no, 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 no. The trailer's coming. No, that's coming in the summer. June second is the is uh, for season two. The there you go. Uh, but there is a new. Tra- there's going to be a third trailer on the twenty first. Yeah, third trailer May twenty first. And while we're at it, I'll wrap us up here. The mangaka of uh, the author of the Jujutsu Kaisen manga um, says that he's going to end the manga this year. So I don't know hmm. how far out we are. I have a feeling we're very far out. Yeah, yeah. But well, because Leanna's read all of it. What? Um, yeah, she's read up to. She's reading week to week now. I think I do um, that actually. Yeah, she, well, she reads a lot. Uh, yeah. She's got a lot of series under her belt now. Um, but you know, game. she's like, yeah, I know, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, but um, no, it's there's. She's like, there's so much. Like, really, there's yeah? so much. So we got like not necessarily like a Naruto situation, but we got years and years of Jitsu guys, and I think. I think, you know, I'm like, you say that, and I'm excited for it, but I'm excited for it with like a pretty big asterisk. And I think the asterisk is like, I'm excited for it so long as they can maintain cl- a close level of quality compared to the first season and the movie that followed. Right? And well, like, yeah, I have, I like, I'm not even, like, people seem to be, I know, I think it's you, like, not saying like you're like super hesitant, but like, there is some hesitancy with this coming season. Because I know some anim- people are kind of curious about the animation style change. They've and changed they- it completely. Yeah. yeah, but like that could just be like maybe they're going with that for the flashback stuff. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but like the season was so good. That movie was fantastic. You yeah, know, it was again, really fun. The fight could have been final fight could have been better, but yeah. um, you know, restraints is what it is. But I'm I'm just so excited for more of it. You know, like I'm so envious that Leanna's read ahead of those. Like, is it great? Like, what happened? Is it awesome? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, you're gonna love it. I'm like, Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. I'm I'm really excited for Jitsu guys. Tight. Okay, Hell's, Hell's Paradise episode six. There's your spoiler warning, kids. Mm. 
Um, not a ton to say on this one. Good episode. I mean, relatively good. I don't know. Um, I thought the fights were fun. Yeah. I liked that we saw both Sagiri, Sagiri and Gabi Maru's, diff, like, their separate points of view during the fight. Mm-hmm. That was neat. They gave the giant, like, a Demon Slayer-esque death. And, like, <laughs> showing... you said, too. I was like, you got Tanjiro. Yeah, you got Tanjiro, bruh. Um, I don't know. And then they pretty much just tee us up for the next episode. I don't know. Am I, like, skipping over too much? Uh, I'm bored. If I'm being honest. Yeah, this, I don't know. This was not, again, it was a good episode. I, I am enjoying it. But, again, with our schedule, I might put this. Wow. Wait till this is all done. Yeah. It might it, be a better yeah. binge. I think so. Like I said, I, I don't dislike it at all. But it's mm-hmm. just, it's not, I don't look forward to it every week. It doesn't fire on all the cylinders. Maybe it's because I, I watch it. You know, I do Vinland Saga on Monday. And then I catch up on... Hell's Paradise and Heavily Delusion on after that, like, you know, for, right. for, for the Monday, you know, in preparation for the podcast and whatnot. Um, it's funny. So, I do Vinland Saga. I save it for last because it's like among the strongest. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, but I want to be, I want to be, <laughs> oh, I'm so youthful. Uh, I want to have energy for Vinland. I want to have my absolutely full attention. True say. Because as I go, I get tired. That's why I leave Heavenly Delusion to, to last. But uh, I still think that show is so fucking good. Yeah, well, I, I have missed this week's episode, so we'll, we'll talk about that next week. But um, <laughs> Unreal episode or Unreal that I didn't catch? Unreal of you. I want to be very clear. I'm furious. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, no, I, I do, again, I, I do like Hell's Paradise, and maybe we'll talk about it TV. more, but I, I think uh, I need to reassess my viewing of it right now. I think that's fine, dear. Um, weird ending, too, by the way. Like this weird hentai scene out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. um whatever we'll see where that goes but yeah. let's talk about barry season four episode six you were right it was a flash forward yeah i'm spoiler warning whoops yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh see i killed him i finally got him well um, you got me there that's pretty fun um yeah spoiler warning i'll mention it future david for us and past david for the listener will mention it in the intro just so i don't get him there what are we at, like 63 minutes? Yeah. yeah but it, you were right. Um, they took a page out of Vince Gilligan's book. They did the whole... Mm-hmm. Actually, not really, because they didn't tease the flash forward. They they just, like... They just did it. They just but, did it. So, yeah. So, I think... Yeah. So, I think earlier in this season, that might have been just been Barry's, like, visions mm-hmm. of his youth and whatnot, but it kind of maybe teed up the place he wants to be. Yeah. Because it looks, you know, oddly similar, but... Uh, you ever you yeah. never heard of Call of Duty? That's weird, <laughs> dude. I got like it's okay. Such a good episode. It's so yeah, so 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 dark. But it it's, is. It's so funny. It's immensely dark. It's yeah. You know, there's dark comedy, dark comedy, and then there's like black humor, mm. and like this is like I don't know ninety percent darkness. Um, I have to say, like it's just these funny things. Like that's what they say about good ideas is they they seem obvious in retrospect, right? Mm-hmm. And Barry being a neurotic, kind of incompetent father who's out of touch and overly shelters his kid because of what he goes through just makes all the sense in the world, right? Like, I just think that, like, there's this audience effect where even though we know it's unlikely, I'll speak for myself, even though I knew it would be unlikely for Barry and Sally to live happily ever after, you know what I mean? Like, there's still a part part of you that wants that. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I was still like, oh, maybe they will be fine. Like, maybe they're going to get away from this and start over. You know what I mean? Just being naive, I guess. But, like, un- unfortunately, I think, like, as dark as this flash forward is, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. And that's, like, maybe the saddest part of it all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you kind of get why Sally might turn into this version of herself and you can kind of see why Barry would also do that. I don't know. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. It did, but it's just the irony that this is probably the funniest episode of the season. Yeah. Considering, like, there's so... Dave, there's there's moments in this episode that are... You know, because, you know, Barry's one of those shows that, like, a bit happens or, like, you know, a delivery happens. Like, I think back to him talking... Is it last season? He's talking... Uh, like talk to text in that store walking around yeah and he's like yelling at his cell like moments like that I'll never forget there's probably three or four moments in this episode that I probably will never forget the kid his son asking like did you order me that comforter he's like no no I didn't and he's like oh my book is in <laughs> like he picks up the yep. book on Abe like <laughs> unreal unreal stuff that I've got uh, one and it and I'm sure you caught it I just I think I grew up around these people, but there's an all-time quote that I just... Sometimes TV does this shit where it's so close to real life, Mm. and you're like, how has that never been done on TV before? Or how have I not seen it before? Mm. And it's Sally talking to one of her coworkers at the diner, I believe. It's a diner, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think um, the coworker, the lady was talking about, like, stealing from the till. Okay, (laughs) yeah. And she goes... I could never do that. I've got such a guilty conscience. <laughs> and she says conscious instead of conscience. And I've just heard so many... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I've heard that mix-up so many times in my life. Yeah. And, like, it inspires something in you. And you're like, oh, my God. And I was just like, I can't believe... Like, like what a we- like what a weird deep cut. Like, yeah. what an oddly specific thing to put in the show. And now, yeah, right out of real life. And it's, yeah. it's so real that I think everyone has seen or heard someone say that in that kind of, like, I don't know. It was just like, holy shit, that was like, I think, wasn't uh, Bill Hader, didn't he come from a small town, Oklahoma? He's from Oklahoma, yeah. Is that small? Uh, well, it's big state, but yeah. depending, I think his, he, I don't know if he was from one of the bigger cities. I could have swore somewhere, somewhere small in Oklahoma. Mm. But I, I don't know, I don't know, like, did he put that together? Anyway, um, that was insane, man. God. One of the best episodes. So, so upsetting. Such a bummer. I love, I love it. I just how he's, like, trying to find all the flaws in Abraham Lincoln. You know, he's I know. Like, he's like, yeah, you know, he, he had those slaves killed. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. Abe Lincoln, that guy, on the penny. <laughs> yeah. Sally drunk explaining to yeah. her son. By the way, do you think it's her biological son? It had, Probably, right? I would think so. Yeah. I, I just, well, you know, they her lack of mothership is mothership a word her lack of uh help Mater- me out here. maternal her, instincts maternal instincts i don't know if, you know but she's probably she's probably incredibly depressed and has a lot going on clearly um, yeah clear- but uh i was just like huh interesting you know i don't know um what you guys learned today you mean what did i teach you yeah <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> yeah that was so and if oh, you keep so trying you could be on a penny and then she brings that dude into the bathroom to make out with and then choke. Mm. Like, jeez. And then she gets him fired. Yeah. Good lord. And, like, of course she's finding, like, ways to manipulate people and, like, fuck around out there. You know what well, I mean? Well, he was messing with her, though, right? Like, yes, you yes, know, yes, Like, yes, the whole, sure. like, you know, you know, have you ever killed anybody? And da, da, da. 
Yeah. Also, the baseball thing shows some interest in baseball, and he shows some YouTube clips. Oh my god, of Unreal. kids dying, dude! Yeah, what Unreal. the fuck? <laughs> I think what freaked me out about that was like I never, you know, you're the parent here, right? But I've never mm. considered that. Like I never thought about like, oh god, I bet there's a parent out there doing that, like sheltering their kids and be like, oh, you want to go outside, huh? You want to see what happens? Yeah. And like it's to that point, like what I was saying, like of course Barry would overcompensate, right? Because of what he's been through. And then, of course, at the end, right? Um, was it Warner Brothers is, like, getting ready to make a show about Sally? Yeah. And Barry? And, uh, of course, Gene. Fine. That's that's what he shows up for? Well, I, I bet you the internet was correct. I bet you that girl is going to play Sally in that movie. Makes a lot of sense now. Because yeah. we flash forward and she's successful. She's had Mega, Mega Girls 4. four. Yeah. So she's fully franchised. You know, she has a personal connection to the story. Mm-hmm. So, and, but then uh, episode ends. Barry says, I've got to kill Gene. All right, th- I think I might have to kill Gene. So, trap. You think it's a trap, uh, Gene and the FBI? Um, or Gene no, and Gene's, some law Gene's enforcement? Gene's trying to stop the movie to being made, right? I Okay, well, the way I interpreted it was he wants to probably co-exec produce it. Oh. He probably wants in on the money. Sure, because he's been living in uh, squalor or hidden away. Yeah, and you know he could be a cons or he could be a con- consultant on it, make a dime. Like that, he is involved, right? Do you think his son died? Yeah. You think so? I mean, because you look, you I can't really tell. I don't think there is. You can clearly see a bullet hole in the shoulder, but you can't really see anything in the chest. I see. I thought he caught at least two, <laughs> but like I'm not like. I'm judging my like um, my guess here just based on what the show is doing to us, mm. and it just seems like Gene is the victim in so much of this. How would Gene not gone to prison? But I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, maybe there is a stand your ground law in that state. You know how weird mm. shit gets in the states, and maybe you know, wasn't he told to go there by the police? Um, and yeah, he, was. he was knowing under he's under threat of life, oh, you know, so and it could be just ruled an act, you know, accidental manslaughter or something where they just give him time served. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just think like in the American judicial system, it's probably possible for someone to like an sure. accident to happen and yeah, yeah. not serve any time. Hmm. I don't know. God, that's dark. My guess is he's dead. Do you think he's not? I would like him to not be. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Something light for us to gamble on. Yeah. Um, did Barry kill his only <laughs> child? That or no? Did uh, Gene kill his only child that he recently re- rekindled his estranged yeah. relationship with? God, when you say it like that, I really hope he's alive. Well, if he had, if he had died, there's no way Gene would have disappeared. Like, he, I think he would have taken care of the grandson, right? Or at least attempted to, because. I don't because I think see the I mom don't know died, or the mom's not in the picture I'm not sure uh, I don't know about the mom but I will say like Gene does continue to surprise me with his selfishness and his self centeredness like the, you know when going to the press about Barry yeah. all that stuff like it's so Gene and that's why my first instinct with this Warner Brothers thing was like no I bet he just wants in he doesn't yeah. want to stop it that's fucking him so I guess I you know well, he's we'll probably learn years. a lot he's had eight years right to reflect. That's a good point, too. Maybe he's yeah. changed a little bit. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. Uh, um, okay, last question then on Barry. Do you think we go back and forth between past and present? Or is this just, like, the timeline now? Like, do you think they show us mm. how we got here? I don't think so. I you think, think they, we're just... I think it moves. Where we are? I, <clears throat> I think this is going to be, like, action time. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's episode... That was episode five. But how many do we have? three left. Three left. Yeah, okay. Maybe, a, maybe they show us a little bit, but we don't really have a lot of time. An opening. Could be a cold open. Montage, even. Yeah. Oh, they haven't done a montage. I like a montage. Ooh, you know what? Speaking of Vince Gilligan, that'd be a cool, like, Vince Gilligan-style montage of, yeah. like, things that happened, you know. Get him to direct an episode. Years. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Um... Okay, let's end the show on something nice and light. Uh, yeah. Mashal, Magic and Muscles. Um, we both watched the pilot randomly. Mm. I watched it on the train the other day. Is it safe to say this is like, I don't know, the most blatant Harry... I mean, it's not a ripoff. It's because I don't know if that exists. It's there a Harry Potter... a lot of like magic school, magic world anime and manga out there. Yeah, okay. So that, that was my guess. The root could, I guess you could argue, comes from Harry Potter, you know, circa 20 years ago. But yeah, uh, no, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot out there. But it's a Harry Potter anime with like meets One Punch Man, basically. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, that's dead on. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed a good amount of the pilot. Mm. I thought it was light. It was fun. I like the animation style. What did you think? So I watched it the week it came out. Um, mm. So it's it's not that it again. It just didn't grip me. Um, yeah. There's a lot again. A lot of shows on. But, um, no, it's fun. Like, it's one of those ones I have it pinned. I will go back to. This is 100%. Like, I'll binge this later, like, down the road. Yeah. But uh, it's I've heard good, there's been great things about it so far. I remember the, the OP was awesome. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's fun. It's light. You know, I don't think it goes... I don't think it's going too out there, right? It's, I think it's just... I think this is more run-of-the-mill shonen stuff that, you know... They, it, you know, it's kind of like just hitting, you know, the the certain lines that it needs to, and kind of. You're right. It feels like there are shows like this that are on frequently, and we don't watch them. Yeah. Oh, does oh, that make dude, sense? There's there is, if we were to like you know write yeah. down make a list of all this stuff that airs each season, break it down into genre, like you know, our head would be spinning. Like yeah, you know, we are. You know, I think you and I make a point. I definitely put a lot of effort into the seasonal stuff. I know exactly what is in my lane, what I want to check out. If it kind of looks different and might be something I'm into, I'll give it a go. But there's just stuff you look at. You're like, cool. I'm, whoever has this, I'm very happy for you. But like, I, I don't got the space. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And Mash will kind of fit into that. It, yeah, that might be the thing. Like we were talking about the, at the top of the show. Like I I'll, like on that same train ride. I yeah. watched episodes one and two of Mashal, and then I think episodes one and two of Boogie Pop and Others. Mm-hmm. And, like, Boogie Pop and Others is, like, older. It might only be four or five years. But, like, I was like, I'm in meet. Like, if I have room, I'm going to mm-hmm. watch the Boogie Pop one. Sure. But here's the problem. I don't have room. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not even watching Dr. Stone right now. Like, there's just too much. There's too oh, much. You're not, you're not watching Dr. Stone at all? No, we haven't covered it. You know what I mean? I've just been, That's like. true. I guess we haven't, yeah. We haven't covered season three at all. How is it? It's good. Um, cool. Hesitation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because you know, we were at dinner the other night, and you know, cause Joey watches it as well, and you know, he brought up the point. It feels very, like, not montage but, like, kind of, you know, like, it almost feels like a greatest hits of, like, the things that are going on. Like, they're really kind of hitting mm. a lot of stuff fast. But I think, or you know, obviously the new episode's coming tomorrow, but last week they kind of got, because, you know, the whole, the... Like, the subtitle of this season is New World, I think. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, So, <clears throat> I think we're at the New World part. Like, the cast has shrunken down. The adventure has begun. I oh. think the show is going to get back to its regular kind of 
just tone and you know kind of its voice is going to kind of come back i think true uh again we don't really know but i think the problem was the juggling of the cast uh you know they had to you know literally they had to speed up a lot of science things to get the said boat complete kind of if you know what i mean yeah it's not bad like i enjoy every week i laugh you know there's like but maybe not as strong as it could be is that fair to say no i found season I found season two to be quite strong, and then I'm a little let down because the Ryusi special episode, I think, was, like, one of the biggest highlights of the series It's so fantastic, far. yeah. And this is not that level. It's tough, man. Yeah, it is it's, tough. It's hard to keep that yeah. bar, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. really hard. I think we've just seen that so many times. Like, consistency yeah. is incredibly hard to achieve. Big time. And, like, you know, Leanna, Leanna's read the whole, like, you know, it's a oh, complete yeah. series for her. And, you know, it's not like, it's not like she's like, doesn't like what is being, you know, the on screen, you know, f- you know, pulled from the manga. It's just, she's like, it's just, this, like, we're just not there yet. Like, it's coming soon. Like, there's interesting things to come. But it, she, she's, she seems to think there's just something off about this season so far. She can't put her finger on it. But after reading the manga, it's just not one to one for sure. You never know, right? Could be a production thing, scheduling. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Okay. Um... That's it, man. Already seven, seven, 77 minutes. How about that? We flew. And we started early today. Good thing, yeah, huh? We, we did. Yeah, it's a good thing. Okay, um, I may or may not be here this week, and theref- or next week, and therefore there may or may not be an episode. Mm. Um, Grant may or may not have a uh, guest host, so just be aware of that. Um... If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Part Time Otaku Podcast. Uh, you can follow the show on Apple Music or on Spotify. You can follow us there. You can rate us there. You do do all the appropriate social media things. Also, quick shout out again to Comic Book Shop on Bank Street. Hit them up on Instagram. Um, check out their website. Past Dave will have told you about this already, but they really do have some great stuff. They've just had like a big free Comic Book Day event. Um, they're killer, and they still support the show. So mad props to them. We appreciate them. Um, I think that's it. Grant, is that it? That is all. Okay. You may say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.